Hey everyone, you're listening to the Just Michelle Talking Podcast and I'm Michelle. Wouldn't be anybody else because it's just Michelle talking. Nobody else here, just me alone in my office at home. Today's episode is a little bit of a story and the lessons that I learned from that story. And I need to admit that I genuinely do this. I genuinely have things happen in my life and then think, hmm, it's kind of like an interesting metaphor for life. And then I actually write it down and I think about it. And in this case, it became a podcast episode. It used to just become, you know, things I wrote down places. But now they're, now they're podcast episodes, which is quite nice. Today, we're talking about plants. Okay, we're not talking about plants. We're talking about life. But we're going to talk about plants and life. So I'm going to tell you a little story about something that happened in my life recently. So I uh, live in a, in, a, in a house. That, I live in a house, obviously. I live in a house with a bedroom and the bedroom faces uh, the outside. There's a window, right? And for a really long time now, I've been wanting to get some fresh air in the bedroom. Australia's hot. I mean, not always, but it's hot. And I like to have air circulation in my bedroom. And particularly in uh, recent months, I was sleeping with my grandcats in my bedroom. And so I had to keep my door shut. And then I had no airflow and it was crappy. So I tried to open my bedroom window and it's on one of those like turny, ratchety things. I don't know, like you turn the thing and the chain comes out and the bottom of the door, bottom of the door, bottom of the window opens. So I wanted to get some fresh air, but the window wouldn't open. And I could, well, I could only get it to open, but it would open like, I don't know, an inch, you know, really small amount. And I could only get it to stay open. You will love this. If I wedged a box of uh, like pharmaceutical goods. Oh, this sounds like I'm a druggie. Okay. Like a box of, of Tylenol or whatever in the window to hold the window open that like inch and a half, right? And so it really bothers me that I have no, I have you know, the fresh air of an inch, which is not all that helpful. And it really bothers me. And so when my partner came to live with me, um, I had that on my list of like things to repair. Like, can we get this effing window to open? Cause I'm hot and I want some fresh air. And he took one look at the window and he was like, yeah, you can't open this window in part because of the, the trees that are in front of it. Like they're so overgrown that they're blocking the opening of the window. So part of why you can't open it is because the trees are there. The, or the plants are there, not really trees. And I was like, oh, okay, you know what? It's probably time for us to give those a bit of a haircut. And then if I do that, then I can open the window and then woo, problem solved, right? So in front of our window, we had giant birds of paradise. And when I say giant, they are as tall as our house, which is double story. So huge freaking birds of paradise, right? They're very amazing looking plant. And so... In my head, I'm like, cool, I want to get the window open to get fresh air, solution here, cut the plants down, leave more room in front of the window, and then I can open the, open the window. Sounds like a great idea, right? So I needed to get the plants cut down to open the window. So long story short, we called the garden guy. He comes and like ladders and straps and stuff later, I have no more giant birds of paradise. I have like a couple of baby plants that he left just for decoration. And he calls me outside once he's pulled it all down and it's desolate looking and whatever, but he shows me what's behind it. Uh, I live in a brick house with wooden window frames and behind, so, so where he's cut it all down and now we can see my window clearly. You can also see that the entire window frame is warped. Like it's 
curved like away from me is that convex concave whatever anyway it's curved away from the building it's like it's like almost unattached to the bricks anymore it's completely like in this curve away from me the brick uh that lives underneath the windowsill also curved there's like a crack in the in the in the uh, bricks to the side of the window Basically, the entire window situation is warped and in, like, bad condition. I can't open my window, I don't think, because I'm pretty sure it's the frame, not the plants. And I have to say that this was hugely upsetting to me. Much to my surprise, I had an emotional reaction to this situation. I was quite upset. Like I was like, really, oh God, I just uncovered all these other problems. And I I went into like a bit of a funk for a little, you know, a little while there because I was like, oh crap. I've just, in my desire to have something for me, open window, fresh air. I've created a whole bunch of problems, financial ones, probably God knows what it costs to fix that. I didn't want to think about it. You know, house problems, you know, what if now that I've moved that tree, that those plants, what if the rest of the house starts like crumbling? Like what if it was all relying on those plants being there? You know, what if I've now disrupted the, you know, delicate balance of the universe and the plants are going to, the lack of plants is going to like, destroy my house or something it's all going to come crumbling down it was seriously so bad that he showed me that there was a root of of one of the plants that had somehow gone under the brick and back up through the wood like it so literally like there's roots sticking out between the bricks and the wood like looking as though they're coming from inside the house which they're not it just terrible and I felt pretty crappy about it for a while because I told you, you know, all the things that what, this is going to cost me money. What if I'm, I literally had that ridiculous thought of what if my house comes crumbling down now that I remove these plants, which then caused me to ask myself the Oprah, what do you believe? And I got out of that one pretty quickly. But anyway, but it occurred to me while going through this that the whole plant trying to solve a small problem, creating a bigger problem, whatever, is such a great analogy for life when we have something going on that we're unhappy with. A bad relationship, you know, friendship or, or religious or romantic or whatever relationship, poor self-care habits, mental health struggles, you're in a job you don't really like. The plant situation is really like anything in life which is not serving us well. I realize at this point in time, you might be like, Michelle, what the hell does removing plants from the front of your house have to do with literally anything in life? But just stick with me here. When we have something in life we don't like, we often tolerate it for a long, long, long time. Because as we go about our everyday day-to-day in life, it either doesn't bother us or it doesn't bother us like doesn't bother us enough to create an impact or we think, Oh, I'll deal with that later. It's no big deal. There are other things to worry about. You know, we learn to live with minor irritation and we live with it, live with it, live with it, live with it, live with it for a really long time. And sometimes it is because what I said, we'll deal with it later. It's no big deal. No minor thing. You forget about it. Sometimes I think it's because we're afraid of what we're going to uncover. If I admit I don't like my job, I don't like my partner, I don't like my whatever, 
what kind of scary ass change is that going to create or require? So we live with the minor irritation for a really long time, right? Until one day we decide that we need to do something about it, you know? And, and I think that tipping point comes for a couple of reasons. Maybe someone comes along to make it possible. In my case, my boyfriend being like, hey, we can probably open that window for you. Maybe we just eventually get tired of the minor irritation that kind of, you know, grated and grated and grated and grated a tiny bit at us. Maybe something big happened. Whatever the reason, that small thing, we decide to take action. And we start to think to ourselves, you know what? I really need to do something here. I really need to take action. Like, I can't live with this anymore. I've reached the point where enough is enough. And we start down the road of taking action to fix it, right? So in my case, if we're going to go back to the plants, my issue was it's hot and I want some fresh air. Not really a small thing until it's summertime in Australia. And then you're really freaking hot and you're trapped in there and then you need, you need to breathe, right? And then the thing that pushed it forward was my partner being like, oh, I can probably take care of that for you or we can figure that out, right? And so we start taking action to fix it. In my case, calling the garden guy. So then we take the action and sometimes we run into a roadblock, right? In my case, by the way, the roadblock was time and money because it was really expensive to get those things taken. It wasn't expensive, by the way. He did a great job. I shouldn't say it was expensive. It was just more money than I had, I had bargained for to, or I had budgeted for. So we run into a roadblock, right? Something small. But by now, most of us have momentum going. So either we quit the momentum altogether, go, nah, too hard, nah, back to just daily irritation, or we take that even bigger step, in my case, actually hiring the garden guy. So then you take the bigger step only to discover that that small problem, that little thing that you thought was just applying pressure on you bit by bit, bit by bit, bit by bit, that wasn't that big of a deal, you actually discover as you take the action that that little bit of pressure was actually causing major change over time. Think about this in terms of a relationship. That other person's irritating habit, irritating habit, irritating habit, irritating habit, no big deal. Until that irritating habit makes you realize you've lost respect for them or you've lost attraction to them or you've lost whatever, right? It's just that you didn't feel or notice the big thing happening because the daily actions were so small. I didn't know that my window was warping to this terrible state because I never saw it happen. I never felt it happen. It was so small. Removing the plants, ending the relationship, taking care of yourself, changing jobs, whatever, all of these moments of action expose what was really going on under the surface. And we all know that that's where the really scary stuff lives, right? So it's an interesting thing that the tiny thing is just wearing away, wearing away, wearing away, wearing away. And then in comes this kind of third-party impetus, which makes us take action. We take the action and we go, oh my God, all that little bit of wearing away, that was actually a big thing in motion and I just didn't realize it or didn't feel it. And then you're stuck with the situation that you've exposed the big thing, you've exposed the, the major thing, and now you need to deal with that, right? Here is the great thing about that. This is the scariest place, 
but it's also where real change actually happens and where there are often unexpected benefits. To return to my plants and my window situation, I can't yet solve the problem of wanting some fresh air or needing some fresh air in my bedroom. I can't, right? Because at the moment, I need to figure out how to fix the warped windows so that I can then open the actual thing because it turns out that while, yes, the plants were part of the problem, the actual windowsill no longer being the shape of windowsill was a bigger issue, right? I did, however, find an unexpected benefit to this story. And the unexpected benefit is, to me, quite entertaining. And the unexpected is I kept wondering who turned the light on in my bedroom. So let me just explain that. My bedroom door, when it's open, uh, leads out onto the main part of our household, our house. And I walk by it now that I work from home sometimes, most of the time, whatever. Uh, I see it all the time. And so the light from my bedroom, if the door is open, shines out into the hallway of the main part of our, our home. And so 5, 10, 15, 20 times a day, I keep walking past that bit of my house and going, who the hell keeps leaving the light on in my bedroom? Or who the hell keeps turning the light on in my bedroom? I literally walk by that space gajillions of times a day and gajillions of times a day. I am convinced that somebody turned the light on in my bedroom and forgot to take it off or turn it off. Take it off, turn it off. And so literally I'm like, guys, can you stop turning the light on my bedroom? What the heck? And multiple times I have reached my hand into the doorway to turn off the light, not realizing that in fact I was turning on the light. So why is that? Because the plants from the window are gone, which means that now there is light in my bedroom and that light is making my bedroom brighter and the hallway brighter. And so... The darkness I was living in is no more. And suddenly I'm wondering who the hell keeps turning the light on in my bedroom. So unexpected benefit. I keep wondering who turned on the light in my bedroom. And as the days are going by, and by the way, I'm, this is like some time later and I'm still fooled by this who keeps turning on the light in my bedroom thing. But I'm realizing that while I thought the big problem was that I wanted fresh air, here was the bigger problem that I had no idea was happening. The bigger problem was that my bedroom as I was living in it, was becoming darker and darker and darker every day. And if that isn't a metaphor for what was always happening in my, also happening in my marriage at the time, I don't know what is. The light that once was there, the source of energy and joy that once was there, was getting darker and darker and darker. And if you'll allow me to be super cheesy and push this even further, here I am now living my life in a new beginning and a new person in my life who said, hey, maybe I can help fix that window. And now here we are in a room filled with light. Here we are with baby plants given chances to, you know, renew again and grow again, right? Here we are in a situation filled with light. Did this, you know, fix the problem of the window? No. Do I still have the problem of the, of the windowsill being warped? Yeah, I do. I'm still going to have to work on things. I'm still going to have to do some repairs. I'm still going to have to find a way to get that window open. But things are already better just because I let 
the light in. An unexpected side benefit of wanting fresh air is that I let the light in. And if that isn't a really beautiful, beautiful thought, I don't know what is. So I've been thinking about this whole thing with the plants and the emotional roller coaster of, yay, I can fix this. Oh God, I created all those problems. Yay. Oh my God. Actually, there's unexpected benefit here. Out of darkness comes light, right? And I was really, really, I've really, this has been rolling around in my head ever since that I, just a small irritation can end up resulting in a much bigger problem getting exposed. But in exposing that much bigger problem, you actually have the opportunity to create greater change, better change, bigger change. You reveal that scary stuff that's going on underneath, but then you can deal with the actual problem at hand rather than just the small surface issue. Is my problem that I needed fresh air? Yeah, I probably needed it emotionally as much as I needed it physically. Is the problem I exposed with that small problems led to a bigger problem? Yes, also true of that relationship. Is the opportunity here now for me to fix those things while reveling in the sunshine and the joy that comes into the fact that somebody keeps turning on the light in my bedroom? Absolutely. Interesting to me that something like those plants at the front of my house can make me realize how much life is really like that. And so think about this. Think about the last time you thought, I'm going to deal with this problem. This has been annoying me for ages. I'm going to deal with it. And at first it exposed a a bigger or a worse problem. You know, like when you take your car to the mechanic and it makes a small noise and you discover it needs like $10,000 worth of repairs or whatever. Horrible. But what did you learn from that? Firstly, you learn there's a real problem of safety there that you're going to fix. Secondly, you learn maybe car maintenance is something you need to pay a little bit more attention to, right? And then you end up driving a safer, better, whatever car. It applies to so many situations in life. The small irritation is hiding a bigger problem. And if we're only brave enough to expose the problem that's underneath, Sure, it might generate more problems or more work we have to do, but it also means we have the opportunity to solve that one and not only solve that one, but get added benefit as well. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you have a great week. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be safe. And may you be at peace.